on the KPFA website. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA and 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, 97.5 K248BR in Santa Cruz and online at kpfa.org. The time is 3.30. Stay tuned next for Cover to Cover with Javelin Richards. Welcome to Cover to Cover, Javelin Richards at Javelin's Bistro. Happy Wednesday to you and for all of those that I, this is my first opportunity to say to you, Happy New Year 2018. May our dreams, our ambitions, our goals, our interconnectedness, our understanding and continuous search for love of humanity continue and we will do our parts here at KPFA in, on Cover to Cover. And I will be with you every third Monday on Women's Magazine doing my part. And you show up and we'll have a good time. And our quest, 2018, humanity. Today, I'm curious about how we communicate ways in which we teach one another, ways in which we bring information that we may not have otherwise, particularly mainstream media, which is really a part of it. How do we find out information to improve our lives, to make our lives bigger, better, and how do we serve and share that with others? So we're going to talk about blogs today, that intimidating piece of of, um, media now, blogs. How do you start a blog? How do you start a TV blog? Why do people do blogs and TV blogs? What's the motivation? And in doing my research for this program, for the guest that I'm going to present to you in a, a little while, a fantastic woman who's juggling many balls, if you will, in the air, making her life work in a wonderful way. But in the research before I I'm bring on the air, I was looking at blogs and, and just to understand them better. Because I've heard many people, colleagues and friends say, you know, they've read this in a blog or they'll send um, a blog site to me or others. And I thought, let me find out. And I ran across uh, one blog. So I'm going to tell you a quick story before I bring on my guest that I found interesting. There's a man who graduated recently from Duke uh, University in IT. And he had his blog and how he caught your attention in the blog. It began to read, let me, let me invite you into my mind. And I thought, okay, let's go. And here's his story. He graduated and he began this route of doing the real life real life and that was curious like how do you do real life get a you go get a job you start on this the the track of your life but what he's writing a blog to is people before they graduate to say to them switch that plan a little bit if you can find out about what you want in relationship to your life. So he took, he takes us through a journey, students that are graduating and says he spent two years in the wild and the wild meant dedicating his life to mentoring someone, dedicating his life for two years and doing what he wouldn't do or, or getting in a traditional job wouldn't allow him to do. And out of that, he had a, 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 a deeper sense of his purpose in life. So, what he didn't want to do is is 20 years from now 
beyond this journey in the workforce, in the workforce only, and then start to reflect upon his life. So his blog is dedicated to students graduating or or in the process of graduating and becoming grown up. And so I thought, ah, that's why one would write a blog in his particular case. In the story today, my guest, Lachelle Smith. Lachelle Smith is a creative black minority report TV blogger. So she took it a step further, TV blogger. And let's find out what that means, how she started it, what she doing with that. So I want to welcome Lachelle Smith. How you doing? Hello. Hi. Welcome to Joblin's Bistro on Cover to Cover KPFA. How are you today? Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Welcome. And I'm having you here because I'm in, I'm in curious and I'm sure our listeners are, are curious about blogging. And then you took it a step further. I hadn't heard of TV blogging. Tell us about this experience and what the work you're doing in the world we're all with it. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just a woman who decided to start her own media platform to give exposure to black-owned businesses. Um, In my community, uh, we are a predominantly black community, but we are the minority when it comes to entrepreneurship and ownership. And I felt as though that there needed to be a platform where business owners that were, you know, African-American or African people of color would be able to uh, basically promote and advertise their products and services. We know that um, advertising costs, you know, in mainstream media, whether it's TV, whether it's radio, whether it's Internet. Um, so for those smaller businesses or those mom and pops or um, even the, the businesses that are being run out of someone's home or a corner office or a spare room, you know, they may not have, you know, the, the huge dollars to advertise and, you know, during the Super Bowl or in Essence Magazine. Or, so I decided to, you know, fill in that gap not just for the business owners, but then also for black consumers, because we keep hearing about this trillion-dollar spending power that the black community has. And I feel as though that we need to be very conscientious about where we send those dollars. Um, and And I would like to see more of those dollars go to our black-owned businesses so that we can get um, minority business owner certification so that we can expand, so that we can grow, so that we can hire um, and I felt as though that was just very, very important, you know, given the social climate that we are in right now, um, given, you know, who our leaders are and then the positions of power that they have and um, the way that they use social media and what they have to say about people of color. So I felt as though that it was um, high time that we came out with a, another platform that would expose the businesses that, you know, want to grow, that want to thrive, that want to survive, but don't necessarily have the dollars to advertise. And where is your community? I live in Pennsylvania, so I'm clearly on the other side of the U.S. right now, freezing to death and trying to get over a flu. But, mm. <laughs> yes, I'm in Pennsylvania. I'm in the capital of Pennsylvania, um, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So Harrisburg is not as known as the other more influential cities of Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, but Harrisburg is the capital. And here in this community, um, we have a very, very active community, social, um, political, 
economic, um, community development. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot going on in my city. So I decided to go ahead and, and expose those who were trying to make make money moves. <laughs> and so the the content of uh, of the TV blogger uh, experience. I know that you have. Uh, if someone goes to your website, they can see that you there's uh, the woman who started uh, February 13th as Black Love Day. Yeah. So you featured this on your TV yeah. with interview, the blogger TV. Uh, before I move further, oh, how, what is the, the web address that people can actually connect to to see some of the interviews you've done in past and then the current ones that's coming up? You can visit my website, which is www.minorityreporttvshow.com. So there you will find interviews that I've done, and then you can also read blog posts. So my platform, it it has a twofold um, process. I have interviews that I've done either face-to-face or um, a video chat type of platform. And those interviews I post on my website as well as my YouTube channel, which is also Minority Report TV show. And then I also, for businesses that I can't reach that are outside of my community, um, I do offer the opportunity to be featured um, in a written platform. So I blog as well. So I've, writ- I've written blogs, and I have what we call blogs, V-L-O-G, which are what you see on YouTube. So I have, you know, the Blogging for Bosses um, webpage, and there I've, I have articles on different uh, business owners. Either I've featured them in, like, a Q&A platform. Um, I've given written blog posts um, about products that I've reviewed or services that I've reviewed as well. So you'll find both at my website. And so this is a, a really wonderful way to give back to your community and then to expand your community. As you said, you saw a need, and as most of us can testify, the, and use a really wonderful example when you said the Super Bowl, Bowl mom-and-pop mm-hmm. places can't advertise what they're doing, and the value of what they're doing has this incredible impact. But if you can't advertise a fight up against corporate America, and you are serving that need by uh, bowing into that and saying, let me find a way for that your business, your life, your work can be out there and accessible to people. Exactly. Um, I emphasize on word of mouth marketing. So, you know, the old saying is, you know, if you've had a bad experience with a business, you'll tell, you know, 10, 20 people. But if you've had a good experience, we normally keep it to ourselves. So my, my whole mission, my passion is to, you know, share those good experiences that I have. Now, my platform, I'm a very honest blogger. So if I don't have a good experience, I will share that I that I haven't had a good experience. But I will also reach out to that business owner and say, hey, you know, I would love to patronize your business, your product, your service again. But I think you need to, you know, change this or this or this. Or, you know, there's these, these are the ways in which you can improve. But no, my, my platform is absolutely honest. I don't necessarily rate products from like a 1 to 5 or 1 to 10. I try different products. I try different services and I say, hey, these are the attributes or these are the qualities of this product and this is what my experience with this product has been. Um, if you're, you know, if you're in need of something else, then this product may not be for you. That's kind of how I, how I phrase it. Because I don't want to tear a product down. Because I think it's very important that we realize that without, you know, the buy-in, without consumers, you know, there's, it, 
the likelihood of the product getting any better is very slim. You know, we have to make investment in ourselves, but then, you know, we have those savvy business owners who know, you know, for every person who buys my product or buys my service, I reinvest those dollars back into my product or service so that it can be better. There's a, a stigma, you know, against black-owned businesses that I, I absolutely hate. You know, one, I, I hear a lot of people say, well, I don't have any black-owned businesses in my community. Okay, well, you might not, but there are so many black-owned businesses that are online. It's ridiculous. Like right now, um, having an online merchant, online store is definitely the way to go. Um, so a lot of, of businesses can be found there. And then the, also, you know, the stigma against customer service. And I, so, people, you know, I... I and a lot of times, too, assess what I also, Lachelle, what I'm hearing is, too, is mm-hmm. that when, so we're going to step back into the conversation. The two mm-hmm. things, one is that I want to revisit at least to have maybe an aha moment when you say that you have found that people do report the negative experiences, but we keep the good mm-hmm. to ourselves. Have you found in your research uh, why that, you know, I want people to have an aha moment so that when we're thinking about it, say, yeah, you know what, that's true, or maybe it's not true, that I do only speak about the, the challenging things I've experienced, but not the good, so we can break that pattern. So have you discovered anything in your research of why do we keep the good to ourselves that we can maybe break that pattern and rethink that pattern as we're having this conversation today as our listeners uh kpfa listeners are are hearing this story it's why human keep nature human nature <laughs> it is it's human nature to just simply complain we um it, it, i don't think we have a we don't necessarily have a spirit of gratefulness uh, if we did, then we would be, you know, more conscious of the good things that we have in our life. We tend to focus on the negative a lot. And that goes with our, you know, our purchases, whether it's car tires or, you know, a dirty fork at a restaurant. We are so quick to, like, get on social media or tell our good, good girlfriends, you know, that they had that we've had this horrible experience. But we don't. We don't give enough praise when we have good experiences. We don't give enough praise when we just we've had a, just a good day, you know. Let alone you know a product or service that we bought um, specifically from a black-owned business, and then we're not as easily willing to share that information. I think that is something that we definitely have we have to break. It, it comes from conditioning. So a part of it, as I'm hearing, is that you say it's human nature. I think that in the work you're doing and probably others out here are trying to shift that because it may be consciousness and maybe we've been suffering under some consciousness that says everything is negative. We can't do the appreciation of life and then uh, switching that consciousness as we're 18 years into the 21st century and that's part of the work you're doing. So the, Mm -hmm. the other part of it is that, as you shared, and I think it's important to understand that there's a lot of businesses online now and I think a lot of communities are taking that up. And... How would one listening know, so would you just Google in looking for black-owned businesses uh, online? Is that just as simple as that in a Google search? It's simple as that. Um, It's a Google search. There are so many different um, black-owned business directories. A lot of, you know, communities are now coming together, um, especially from um, black or African-American chambers of commerce or black chambers of commerce, you know, within your local cities, they have directories or they can provide a directory for you. But yes, a Google search is just black owned businesses and just, you know, type in your zip code or a certain product that you're looking for specifically. Uh, my, when I first started blogging about black owned businesses, my source was Instagram. 
I'm going to go on Instagram, hashtag black owned. And so many businesses would just, you know, fill into into my timeline of, of what it is that I wanted to see. And then I would be able to easily go to their website. You can shop directly from Instagram now. Um, that has been my go-to source like almost every day. And so in this con- and in this conversation we're having, again, it's the educating. It's educating Absolutely. the listeners of how, because so many of us move through the day and not and not understand. And what now, and I'm also aware, my KPFA listeners, that most of us are aware that it's just at the fingertips, but there's so many uh, entities and spaces where mm-hmm. are not quite as aware of that. So as we're listening today, do as the first story I told you, the, the person that came out of college and uh, mm-hmm. is inviting people to come into to his mind and how it works is he realized by mentoring and sharing information is how he was empowering his own life and that he said it's not just your network net worth but your network and so how many how you surround yourself and that's what you're doing now Lachelle I'm talking to Lachelle Smith and she's of Black Minority Report TV blogger um, and she's sharing her story how did how does your community of people that you reach out to the black community respond to the work you're doing? What is, how has that impacted their oh, life the and response, consciousness? The response has been phenomenal. Um, my, I do a, a weekly newsletter. I put a newsletter out via email three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And my email subscription list is like a little over 5,000 people right now, which for me, for somebody who's only been blogging for two years, for me, that's a milestone. I can't, you know, I, I, I'm excited, you know, again, that being in that spirit of gratitude. You know, I know bloggers who have more subscribers. I know bloggers who have less. But for 5,000 people just in my, just in my newsletter subscriptions alone who want my content, I'm grateful for that. So I'm constantly giving them that education, giving them that awareness, saying, hey, this business has a current promotion, or hey, this business is, you know, just opening, or hey, you know, there's a grant available for women, um, minority business owners, you know, things of that nature. So constantly just getting that information out to people, that is basically what my blog is like every day, just getting information out to people and and trying to make it in a way where it's informative, but it's also entertaining as well. I want to also offer up in the last um, 10, uh, 11 minutes we have the phone lines. If anyone has a question that I may not be asking you that they want to know if they're interested in either A, having you review something, B, talk more, uh, you know, ask questions about maybe a community of people who are saying, you know what? This would be perfect that I can have a platform to to share and serve and ex- and expose to the larger population about what's happening in my world. And so the phone line, if you want to call us, 510-848-4425. That's 510-848-4425. So, Lachelle, you also have a, a coupon discounts available on, on your blog for people the, to experience new products. Is there anything that you could possibly, a uh, coupon you can give us a day to our listeners who are faithfully wonderful with KPFA and love to be able to participate with some of our sure. guests? 
Absolutely. I have created the ultimate black love gift guide and it comes out on Black Love Day, which is February 13th. And as you stated earlier, yes, I interviewed uh, Dr. Aoyin Kendi. She is the founder of the African American Holiday Association. And could, you her, could you say her name? Could you say her name again and then slow it down so we can really hear okay. what is her, what is her name? Her name is Ayo, A-Y-O, Handy Kendi, Ayo Handy Kendi. I call her Mama Ayo. And she is the founder of the African American Holiday Association. And she's also the creator of Black Love Day. And um, if, you come, if you go to my website, again, www.minoritareportTVshow.com, you will see the link. Uh, to the video of absolutely her. and we have Beautiful a call woman. we have a call from oh. Oakland that wants to have something to say oh, or a question for, yes absolutely okay. uh, hello mm-hmm. call from Oakland who who are we speaking who's joining Joplin's Bistro peace greetings this is Osho Fleming hello I'm good absolutely and what would you like to add to this wonderful conversation um, I wanted to ask um, Sister Michelle about how a small business, but more so um, an artist, I'm an artist that has merchandise, um, how can how can I get my music to you to review? Because as, a, um, as an artist who is not uh, popular or mainstream as of yet, but I have such a powerful message, it's hard to um, get bloggers and, you know, promoters to assist with that. Um, how how might how might I go about getting you the music, or just in general, blockers? How how do I catch their eye? Okay, no, definitely. Um, I what I would suggest one is um, email me directly info at minorityreporttvshow dot com, and um, I will discuss with you how to you know get your music to me, and we can even talk about you know playing your music in the background or some of the interviews that I do, things of that nature. Um, and then I'll, we can discuss other ways of trying to get your information out to other bloggers as well because there there's a lot of black content creators who are, uh, who are always looking for, you know, new and innovative things to discuss on their platforms. So there are black bloggers who are like mommy and me bloggers. There are black bloggers who do indie music. There are black bloggers who talk about traveling. Like there, like there are just so many different genres of blogging, um, different, um, different industries that that black content creators are talking about and sharing their experiences. So definitely email me directly. Again, that's info at minorityreporttvshow.com and I will get with you and we will discuss how to, you know, move forward. And by the way, Carl, before we say goodbye to you, what kind of music are you doing? Um, the genre is it's hip hop, but it's world. Um, it's really spiritual hip hop, is what it is. And so, I'm connected to the ancestors, um, to nature, and so I speak about just that uplifting energy that they bring to me. And so, um, my other little moniker is, is Warrior Woman. So, um, that message is speaking directly to you know, our people, women, but um, also anybody that's trying to pull themselves up and, and really um, make it and really fulfill their purpose in this world. So that's, that's what I'm about. 
Well, thank you for calling. It looks yeah, like we have a nice, look, yeah, it looks like we have a nice hookup in terms of this here. So I'm glad you called and thank you and make sure you do get hold of Lachelle and uh, she'll take it. You two will work magic from there. So thanks for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. Lachelle. Yes. What has been the most rewarding for you and the most challenging for you? And so there's three things the most rewarding, the most challenging, and what has surprised you in this journey of serving this larger need of community, having a, a connection and, and being able to not be under the guidelines of, 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 of capitalism in regards to marketing, but but being able to have a voice to mom and pop spaces. What have been those three mm-hmm. things, the challenging, the rewarding, and something unexpected? Tell us that, that story. Hmm, challenging. Challenging. Um, my biggest challenge has been getting the buy-in. <laughs> I tell this joke to people all the time. Like, do you really know how hard it is to gather a following when you're not a stripper? <laughs> and when you're not, or when like, you're not, you know, dating a rapper or, you know, anything like that. Like, it, and I say that jokingly. But not, you know what? Let's do truth. Say, let's do truth. Let's do truth. Let's take a pause. Right. Let's take a pause. Because you just said something that is so true. Now, now people could fill in the blank if they, if they have something other than a stripper. But what you're saying is, is that unless we are naked out here mm-hmm. in this triggering fashion under the consciousness, which is why a lot of these mm-hmm. Me Too movements are happening. We live in this very sexualized culture. And unless you're mm-hmm. a part of that on some kind of level, the oppressiveness of that, uh, then it's hard to get people to look. And, and, and you're, you're in many ways, we're re-educating the conscious system that we're existing in. Seeing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that's been a challenge. Unless That's a joke, but it's a good joke, but it's also a, a, no, a raising, that, conscious no, it's, raising. It's real. It's true. Yeah, okay. And it's it, true. I, this, this is what you said. It, it's very, very true. Yeah. It's very true. You know, the, the we've been saying for years, sex sales. And if you're not selling sex, it's, it's difficult, you know, to really get a buy-in, to get a following when you don't um, monetize on gossip. And that's one thing that I, I just don't do on my on my platform. I don't do gossip and um, reality TV. Again, it's not to throw shade at, at any of that. I just feel as though there's enough That's of not it your and journey. I don't want to yeah. dip my toe into it. That's not your story. Yeah. Well, you're listening to Lachelle Smith on KPFA mm-hmm. 94.1. And what has been the the rewarding aspect of this serving you're serving this community and, and highlighting their work their products their voice what is one the highlight of that for you the highlight has been you know getting those people who say thank you getting those people who say you know i've been able to sell 70 other products because of your review or because of a picture you posted on social media um those are definitely the wins when i get you know, those comments on my YouTube channel saying, you know, hey, thank you for, you know, sharing this business. I'm definitely going to go and check them out. I feel as though that I've done, like, I've fulfilled my mission over and over and over again. Every time I get one of those comments or every time I get one of those emails, like, it, it is the highlight of my day. Absolutely. And what has shocked, surprised you in this journey? What has surprised me? Um, you on a personal level. It's me. I have surprised myself. I have been able to come out of my shell because I am not like a camera. 
person. Like, I am not that person who's always taking selfies. Um, I'm normally running from the camera, but I have really been able to, um, I've really been able to challenge myself and push myself beyond my limits. You know, now doing um, Facebook Live, you know, videos and, and things like that. And it has been, these last two years have really, really made me think about what kind of contribution um, I want to make, you know, to my community and the, the world on a, on a larger scale. Like, I really want to continue to be the voice of economic empowerment in the black community. And if it's just through consumerism, then that's it. You know, I don't try to be, you know, an intellectual talking head or I don't try to give, you know, my, my opinion about, different things going like I try to stay in my lane um and I like I like the place that I'm in I do and ending I want to say thank you so much and I hope that you also encourage others to also question themselves how can I contribute how can I highlight how can I embrace and where can I do it what's my lane thank you so much Lachelle Smith you've been a wonderful guest thank today thank you for having me yes. I appreciate it all right you keep doing what you're doing and we'll keep staying tuned Thank you. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Black Lives Matter. That's what Patrice Cullors and others articulated that has become one of our powerful movements for change today. As one of the co-founders of the Black Lives Matter movement, Ms. Cullors discusses her new memoir, When They Call You a Terrorist, Thursday, January 25th at 7.30 p.m. at First Congregational Church, 2501 Harrison Street, Oakland. KPFA Upfront's Cat Brooks hosts this KPFA benefit with wheelchair access. Tickets through Brown Paper Tickets, Marcus Books, and other indie bookshops. You're listening to KPFA 94.1 and KPFB 89.3 in Berkeley, KFCF 88.1 in Fresno, and K248BR 97.5 in Santa Cruz. 